One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Hello, thanks for listening to Palapalooza episode 136. This week we check in with local drummer and longtime friend Darren Sater from his boat. We're anchored in the middle of Mission Bay. Uh, it was an amazing winter day, about 80 degrees out, not a cloud in sight. We have video of it, so if you're listening to this, I encourage you to check it out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Palapalooza Unplugged. We're on his 2018 Fox Viper 220 with a 200 horsepower Yamaha outboard. His new boat that he bought. It's a very scenic and beautiful day. We're with my seven-year-old daughter, Lyric. So I do get a little distracted from time to time throughout the episode. Again, video available on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Here we go. Doing the podcast live with Darren Sater, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. What up, doggy? And what, dude, it's so good to see you, bro. It's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad we were finally able to pull this off. This is amazing. We've been talking about this for a while. Where where are we exactly? So west of us is the sun and sea world, correct? Correct. And behind you is Fiesta Island. East of us is Fiesta. Yeah, that's where everyone, you can see, obviously we don't have the cameras pointed that way, but we got people walking their dogs on the uh, on the shore. And we are out here floating in Mission Bay. It's a beautiful winter San Diego day. It's probably it's 75 degrees, bluebird skies. It's, Not it's, a cloud in sight, dude. No, January here in San Diego. It's amazing. Spoiled rotten. I'm glad we, we came out here and did a little change up for Palapalooza. It's awesome. So good it's to see sweet. you, buddy. Likewise, Welcome. Man. We've been Thank chatting a little so bit. Uh, I haven't seen you during COVID. Uh, you know, it's been, God, when was the last time we, we chatted? Probably last the Last time I saw you, gym. bro, was your... No, the last time I saw you, I think, was your The Ruffs show at the Moreau. God, we didn't right? we didn't do the gym or anything after that. Did we? God, we're really horrible well, Cove, people. Well, Cove, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, I so guess my, so. Our last show was Drew's birthday show at the Ken Club. Right. And I can't recall if you were there or not because nah, I can't there. recall <laughs> many things in my life. Can't recall any things. Um, uh, dude, what, what, before we get into music and all this, obviously a music-based podcast sure. uh, local music based podcast but uh what what is this vessel we're on here dude we're on your amazing boat we here are again in mission bay yes the the weather was undeniable and it, we thought it was going to be a good idea to come out here and it yeah. so far so good but we're the, here with lyric my seven-year-old Hi, lyric say hi She's feeding the the birds, and the seagulls are shitting all over us out here, and it's <laughs> totally cool. <laughs> They're all over us. But what is this guy yeah. behind us? You won't be able to see it on the camera, but or yeah, maybe we will. Like, Little pelican, right? He's like a pelican. Yeah, he's probably teenager. He's got about a foot long beak. Yeah, he looks like a pterodactyl. Yeah, he does. Cue the uh, Jurassic Park theme. Dun 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 dun. So what is this uh, this new endeavor you have? Not a new endeavor, but you you, you bought a boat. Yeah, Congrats, I did. Dude. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Honestly. Thank you so much. Amazing. Man. Yeah, thank you so much. I've, I've always been into fishing. Um, I've had boats before, but this one's definitely been a jump up from other ones that I've had. Thanks, player. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nice. It does it does a lot. It's It's got a very fishy platform, but as you can see, it's super chill. Like, you could come out here with the family. You, you don't even got to throw a line in the water, and it's pretty awesome. It's a uh, it's made by a company called Sea Fox. It's a Sea Fox Viper 220. Yeah. And it's a 22-foot haul. It's got a 200 horse. Is this 22 horse. feet? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. It's got a 200-horse uh, Yamaha outboard. 
And then I have a Minn Kota, it's called a Tarova. It's like a GPS trolling motor. I don't know if the camera can grab it or not, but it kind of like holds us in place. And it's got all the cool bells and whistles for sure. The GPS mo motor for like layman, what is that exactly? So, well, you have what's called yeah. a trolling motor. Right. And it's kind of like this tiny electric motor on the front of the boat. And what that does is when you pull up to a fishing spot with your big motor, once you kind of find the area you want to fish, you then drop the trolling motor into the water, and then that lets you kind of navigate quietly and slowly around. So what the GPS does is on the new trolling motors is that you can pull up to, say, a rock pile or like where we're at right now. We kind of found, found like a nice spot. You can drop the troller in the water and activate what they call spot lock. And what that does is it's got the GPS. So now if the wind, you can see the wind's kind of pushing down this area here, the boat is naturally going to want to go with it, but it will always bring you back to the spot where you hit the spot lock. So it's essentially an anchor is what it is. It's a, it's a virtual anchor without having to anchor. <laughs> it's chill. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. I'm having a good cool. time. I mean, my Palapa is cool, dude, but this is like unreal. Oh, unreal. I mean, 360 water, obviously. We're I on a boat. Hey, shut the fuck up, Troy. I cannot <laughs> recommend like getting into boating more. I mean, you, you don't need this boat either. I mean, you can just get a boat. I mean, my boat before this was like a 17-foot aluminum with a 50 horse. It was like an 83. It looked like it came from a salvage That's yard. Right. And I, I saw that. And I loved it. And Whatever I gets you on the water, dude, right? Like, we it. were talking. That's I've, it. Born and raised in San Diego. I've never had a boat. I always come out here, and I'm like, dude, I want to get something. And a it, jet ski, a boat. You know, I was looking at bay liners there, I think, for a yeah. little bit. But this That'd is be a great boat for you guys. A little starter, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's per no, open a dicky. Bow and <laughs> Maybe I'll pick up a dicky. A dinghy. A dinghy. <laughs> we know what's on your mind. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a dicky. Cut. We'll be back uh, in a minute. We'll we're not cutting any of this, bro. Oh, God. Video editing's way too Great. tricky. So now we're keeping all this in. There's no editing. Maybe, it, maybe for the audio we will. But if you're listening to this on Spotify or a streaming platform, you have to check it out on YouTube because we do have a couple GoPros. We got this guy. Hi. Hola. And we got this guy. Hold we'll again. So check it out on YouTube. Uh, Palapaloo's unplugged. We're not jamming today, but we are catching up with Darren Sater. Uh, you are a drummer here in San Diego. I am, or you were, and we'll get to that. But definitely get to that. Totally. Um, no, I'm still. And you're talk a good friend. It, well, we got to say that you. Let's see. We met. We'll bring it back. We'll For bring sure. it back to your history of music here in San Diego. Uh, but you were in my wedding. Absolutely. You're We've been groomsman. great friends for a long time and for a lot of listeners, they might know you as Troy, the, the host of the podcast, but we've been like brothers for what I feel like is just many years now and we've been through this roller coaster of life and it's just, it's super cool to, to see you grow and even, I remember when the podcast was just an idea and we were bullshitting about it and then it's like, I mean, what episode is this? Like, I want to say it's 137 dude, that's, or something like that. That's mind-blowing. Cool, huh? It's I been mean, it's, fun. To, to, to think of a concept and you actually executed and then held on to I that. Know. A lot of people don't You're do that. You're a big supporter. Yeah. I love it. Bro, you've always you, been man. kind of there for the podcast and me as a musician, and you're always kind of uh, you're a genuine dude. Thanks, But we, we go back, you know. Um, what was you were a little Freddy? I want to say that you know I you, was. You had the I had a Halloween themed wedding, and you had our <laughs> you had the Freddy Krueger and I had a sweater, mohawk and you had the hawk and I had some eyeliner. Yeah. So a lot of people and I was flattered by this. Yeah, some guyliner. That yeah, they thought I was the guy from System of a Down, which was <laughs> like I mean 
I kind of felt like I made it right there in like my musical career and it had nothing even to do with music but <laughs> I, w- I was like I remember I seen on a Facebook post someone's all is that the guy from System of Down and I responded yes and I just <laughs> I, I felt so good about that but uh nah man it was it was an honor to be in your wedding and and be a part of that and watch you and Tiffany you know further your relationship cool. it was beautiful it was my point being yeah we've we've known each other for a while god we're we're all grown up we are Beards are longer, hair is grayer. Beard is very covety. Wrinkles are more defined. We are though, dude. It's like time goes by slowly, but I turned 40 a few months ago. I I don't think you're 40. I I just turned 37 uh, last year. Okay, so I got a few years on you. But still, like, we'll we'll get into, we'll segue into music. Bankers Hill, I want to say... I was in my late twenties. I want to say twenty nine. Yeah. So. Well, let's Jesus, see. I got married in two thousand eleven. I got. I left that band right before I left. I quit. You guys didn't you totally fire did. me. Yeah, you absolutely. <laughs> were like, I'm out. Sign the paperwork. So Clocked I would have been. No, I guess I would have been like thirty. You know, so about That's a decade. Crazy that it's been take. that long because it feels like it's been like six months. But and shout out Sean Drake, who eventually who plays bass for Ready Set Survive now. I love Sean. Man. And yeah, amazing guy. Guy just puts off like v- positive vibes. He always has good things to say, and I I, I miss seeing him. You know, obviously the world's yeah. like the way it is, but and he's a phenomenal bass player. He's really good. I mean, phenomenal We've done bass some cool player. Cool stuff. It's yeah. cool that. You two have stuck around because I look at my wedding photos and not to right. throw out names, but you know, right. friends totally. come and go, dude. Oh, it's just the way it goes. It's not always a bad thing, but things right. do change and, right. you know, life is full of different roads and avenues and some people go down certain ones and it is what it is. Luckily for us, we got to, we picked a lot of the same ones. So we're, yeah. we're still here together, man. It's and we're still it's in the music cool. scene. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. For sure. But, um... Yeah, just to to get sentimental and and deep here, um, it's cool. You you mentioned you're stoked to see everything I'm doing, and I'm really proud of of what you're doing and and everything you've been doing. And we could get into specifics about certain memories in the past and things we've done late at night. I'm a beer and I'm a Modelo and a half in. I mean, dude, I know. Don't get me crying now. Getting a Dewey on this bitch. You're driving home. We uh, we had a practice studio right next to Color Bomb Studios there, Broadway Color Bomb Tattoo. Right. Right. Yep. So shenanigans, hundred percent. Constant, you know everything you could think of, dude. It was, and we've, you know, like yeah. Andy Dufresne, right? You, mm-hmm. you go through a, a yeah. tunnel of shit and you come, come out, out clean, clean on, on the other side. side. But, uh, yeah, kind of like that, dude. I, mean, it I was, don't think uh, we've had too much of a rough road. We no, dude. We stayed on the straight and narrow for the most part, but life is not a fairy tale. I mean, if if it was, it'd be boring. You know, you 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 need a little bit of turbulence and you need. A little bit of ins and outs in life to make it interesting. Let's you know, do, let's like, use a lot of boating analogies. I'm all you need the sw- you need the swell and the, you need the yes. swell to be choppy. Arr. We need to quote mainsail songs throughout this whole episode. Dude, Blue skies know? out Blue here. Blue skies on um, rising. Can we get some photographs potentially? Yeah. Um, I've got to say, Sater's got the local music uh, selection here on board. Do you have a, a name for this boat? You know, they say it's bad luck to not have a name for a boat. And the guy that sold it when I bought it, I did buy it used, but it was it was very close to new, but it was used. He didn't have a name for it either. But I think the other night I was thinking about stuff, and I talked about this before, but my, uh, my niece, her name's Kylie, and her middle name's Marie. And for some reason, the Kylie Marie just like rolls right off the tongue and i think it would look super like pretty on the back and like some cool cursive like real small just kind of like in the corner but i kind of like the kylie marie so that might stick we'll we'll have to see yeah i was thinking rio de Sater. 
That Re- well, sorry, Rio- sorry, Kylie. Uncle Troy <laughs> kicked you completely out of the box there. The, yeah, isn't Rio something? Her name is Rio. That was a Duran Duran song, right? Her name is Rio. What's what's the translation for Rio? That's a reference Rio. to a boat. That was the boat's name in that gotcha. song. Anyways, I'm yeah. We could try yeah, that. I love that. Kylie yeah. Marie. The Kylie Marie, yeah. The Kylie Marie, okay. So a lot of the time when you're out offshore, like right now we're in the bay, but when you go out offshore 30, 40 miles, you have what's called a VHF radio where you can, you know, that's why there's a tall antenna here and you can beep the other boats and that's how you identify yourself. I can say, hey, this is, you know, the Kylie Marie. And if people know the boat, they'll say, hey, I'm on the Thunderbird or I'm on the whatever, you know. So that's how you kind of ID yourself and... And I have a lot of fishing buddies. That's what's funny is like, just like the music scene, I have that same kind of network of people in my fishing community, you know, in the fishing community with me. Like I have a lot of buddies that have boats. Um, I, I got to shout out my shout buddy. Out? Yeah, I want to shout out a couple people. I definitely want to shout out Matt Moyer. And a lot of people probably have Matt on their friends list and probably don't even know it. But he is, um, he's a tournament bass fisherman, but his main sponsor is Ballast Point. So his boat, it's actually the reason I have this boat because he has the exact same one. And he took me to San Clemente Island a couple years ago on his and I was instantly sold. But you'll know Matt when you see him on the water because the entire side of the boat is wrapped in ballast point. And and he's the executive chef at the La Jolla Country Club. He's the nicest guy in the world. And he really helped me with my purchase on this as far as like information and what I should be looking for. So. Matt, I love you to death. Shout out, um, Matt. Yeah, he's a Ballast good Point. That's a good hookup. Yeah, no, he must uh, have some connections, huh? Yeah, I think he's just been with Ballast Point just for years. I mean, Matt was repping him before they were even like, like what they are now. Um, cool. Great dude, cool. but yeah. Lyric is on the. Is that the stern? Uh, My boating terminology the back is left. I'm the very. Back I'm, 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 I'm very appropriate. <laughs> I love that about you. Wor- wor- worst I, boat owner on the planet. I I'm on the back left wing. Of I was the boat. like, is the left starboard? Yeah. Starboard, Darren. Um, it is right, or is it starburst? I, have, I think that's a candy. We'll have to Google it. We'll have to but lyrics in the back of the boat, uh, throwing some bread out to uh, pelicans. No, my, my seagulls. No, those are going to shit all over us. There, for sure. there is a pelican floating around. We got yeah, a couple jet got some jet skiers. We're chilling here. But the point I was going to make is your local music selection is good. We've uh, I've heard Infinite Signal, mm-hmm. who we could probably talk about there for a little bit. For uh, sure. I heard the Montel Jordans. We were talking them yep. up. We're both huge fans of the Montel Jordans. Uh, and then Hard to Hit, you were rocking there for a little bit. And we were talking about Peter Duff and how amazing he is. I have always felt like there is so much underrated talent in this town. I mean, they definitely got a lot of recognition with like us. And like the community, you know, pre-COVID. Right. But I Is really going to be all right. Yeah. No, you're good. That's, <laughs> okay. That, that was a worst of it right there. We've got a couple go- um, GoPros, so I'm a yeah. little sketch, but oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the scene. Yeah. But there's just there's just such good bands in this town where sometimes I think like I try to take myself out of like the realm of like oh I know these people and I just listen to the music, and I'm I'm just blown away. I mean, the new Montel Jordan's record is like fucking stupid good. So good. Like so where, good. where I'm just like. You know, things like that. But it kind of shows you how tough the, the music industry is because you're like, dude, if my boys can sound that polished and and sound that produced and that put together and they haven't even scraped the surface yet of like what you would consider the music industry, it's uh, it's humbling and it's intimidating, but it's exciting, you know. I mean, I, I, show, I show a lot of friends and family, of course, The Rough and other my friends' bands all the time. And they're always like, dude, you know these guys? Or this is you? And yeah. it's just awesome. You know, I have very talented friends for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I definitely do, you know. It's I couldn't awesome. agree more. And The Rough. I got a shout out to The Rough. Our yeah. Avenue Army. It's like you listen to Same. them and it's like, 
it's isn't that a likely story with local musicians like i would imagine there's little san diego's the shit we got to talk it up i mean that's Absolutely. our city but there's probably little pockets all over the country dude that, that just have, have amazing talent 100 and you know i was kind of making this analogy the other day to like actors it's kind of a similar industry right. like there's probably amazing actors out there that just that haven't might, hit it and dude. they might not ever hit it right that's the saddest part that's the saddest part with the music thing too. You're you like, gotta dude, just keep pushing, huh? Or, or just like quit like, like you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost made it and out. No, I feel well, like uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll no, get the present like, uh, time. I feel like a lot of I don't know, man. Who knows how to crack the code? Because if you did, wouldn't you have already? You know, it's right. Just, it's, it's a just, combination. I want to make sure my seven-year-old isn't okay. uh, flying overboard, she, but no, a combination of a lot of things, dude. Right? I mean, talent, obviously, luck. You gotta have the talent. You gotta have you know? the look. That yeah. timing. You just have to have the right timing with where you're playing and when. Dude, like the 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 tour time, being on the road, making yourself present, just on the internet. I mean, the internet is the new platform obviously so you have to be a part of that right like you can't like back in the day it was just like oh who are these guys touring with and yeah. and and paper flyers and stuff like that but now it's like actual you got to see like okay when i follow the ready set survive hashtag like okay am i seeing 20 pictures or am i seeing 20,000 pictures you know and and then and then now dig it now what are these pictures you know these like these people are going to start looking into that and so it's it's a tough nut to saturated, crack, right? It's like very kind saturated. of oversaturated. Like everyone's got a, a platform and everyone right. has a chance. And there's there's pros and cons with that. But totally, we're no we're no music managers, or we we don't Not know. Not at all. <laughs> we I don't know. I didn't make it. You know, twenty years, and I'm still dabbling dabbling around. But it's you know, I don't have that dream much anymore. Well, and and I mean, kind of like define make it too right, right? i mean I, I don't know i mean know. i guess in a sense i'm djing and making a living doing yeah. that with music so yeah you know I'm, no complaints not to fast forward and jump a bunch of cool information but like even with like my departure from the rough like i can look myself in the mirror and i can go i made new best friends i made the best memories of my life i made i, I went on the road i recorded a record that will be stamped in time a forever fucking killer ep dude mission like, accomplished. i feel like to an extent mission accomplished and in my mind i kind of did make it in my mind you know i did what i felt like i kind of wanted you know i kind um, of felt that you know like you, all the checks all the boxes yeah, have been checked really and it's good. like kind of a good time to drop the mic in, yeah. a, in a sense even with infinite signal we we brought them up they totally. they got shared by blink 182 went unreal. viral millions of you know unreal yeah yeah <laughs> uh, you know a million that they really sort of peaked they had right. their amazing show i think even they have admitted it was their best show to date dude and what, a, what show. A me and you were front row just rocking Bro, out unreal. amazing right like, like kind of sad to look back on really um happy like sad. memories are you know happy the past sad. can be that way yeah you, you, you look back and it's like god damn i wish i was there like her being a parent her as a baby right. you look back right you want to capture those moments but um yeah yeah the uh the infinite signal show sticks out in my mind obviously the the, the rough release show was at, i mean there was so many even like we went on the road uh, with fishing for chips, and those guys. I, you know, shout out to my boys. I, I, you know, it's such a love hate with those guys. I mean, we the, love you and fuck off. The, 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 yeah, the, the <laughs> Mitch, Larry, Chris, Daniel. I, amazing. I, I honestly love amazing the guys dudes. so much. Yeah, and it's the, the when I say love hate, the love is real and the hate is very very cosmetic. You know, it's like it, it's it's kind of like that big brother thing where you're like, I get to tell those guys that I that I hate their face, but if you say it, then we'll have we'll have a problem. You know what right. I mean? Like I like totally. I, I love them like 
they're they're like that and Larry and Mitch we've actually been in touch almost almost more now with the current state of the world um, just messaging and shit do you have like, a Facebook messenger dude, uh, I, group oh uh, it's it's I, I we I had one even, for a while because I wanted to get them on the podcast bro yeah. it's absolutely brutal and <laughs> I, I don't even want to it's it's they're they're just their jokes are very unfiltered they don't they don't care which is why I love them but like I said they're just full of love and they they're good people man for sure they're they're great people but yeah, yeah a lot of family here I know you guys are close a lot closer than even us but they're they're good dudes and uh yeah a lot of a big family here. A 2020 kind of fucked things up a little bit. We could talk about touch on COVID, oh, and I mean, you were you were sort of unaffected by that in a lot of ways, right? So from I a bit, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I so for work, I I own a, a metal fabrication business with a buddy. Yeah, what's that, that website? So it's it's pmracks.com, and we actually specialize in these. Um, they're like these luggage rack systems for dual sport motorcycles. And dual sports are essentially they look like dirt bikes, but they have they're plated. They're street legal dirt bikes. Is, pretty much what that what they are for the most part so these guys like to you know drive cross cross country and do whatever and they they need luggage when they go with them so we we create these these luggage rack systems for the bikes and we have like uh 30 or 40 SKUs. we cover like a pretty broad amount of like all the kawasaki's they call them the big four like kawasaki yamaha honda yada 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 um and i do i do that with a friend lee um i've known him since pretty much out of high school so I've been doing that, and luckily it's not a brick and mortar front. So we do all of our sales online, and things have been okay. We have been able to at least sustain ourselves through the bullshit that has been 2020. Um, I feel incredibly fortunate um, in that regard. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of labor for sure. Like in my older age, I thought I'd maybe peel away from that. It's a lot of welding and a lot of grinding and bending steel and you shit. You need to hire some kids. No, eventually. Uh, we'll see. I'm trying yeah. to get my nephew in there. I just got to get him not afraid. <laughs> Kylie? Of, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your she niece, she yeah. might be that. Yeah. Gavin and Kylie. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd, I'd love to get them at some point. They're still a little young, but yeah. Yeah. But I've been fortunate enough. Like yeah, you've done well. well. And a great industry for, for 2020. I mean, the, yeah. the best, I would say, online sales. It definitely. You know, right. I wouldn't say that it was un, unfazed, but it it held its own. You know, it, it did, especially when you're seeing like restaurants and like, you know, home, like these people that have had like, like I saw something in La Mesa about this like pizza restaurant that was like third generation passed down and like they were literally crying on KUSI about how it was going to be not only closed, but that was it like nail in the coffin. And I'm going like, dude, that's like they've, they've passed that thing down for like how long and now because of this pandemic it's just oh kills and bringing me, it back Ter- to music right the venues you know some the obviously venues, venues bars uh bar pink i believe shut down uh dude the uh, venues took a huge Blonde, hit I, I think is going through something you know what i heard the other day is winston's i saw that shut too down. did they shut down i or saw they- that they were like shut shutting down and i saw that they put out like a post about I don't. I don't know how Helping permanent that post was. Yeah, I'm not sure if it I was. I hate like, to spread false information, but when no. you know everyone's hurting, dude. It's, dude, everyone is. I'm a DJ. Yeah, yeah. I've been completely unaffected. No. <laughs> I should pay you for this. <laughs> just, what, what, keep, keep, just like write, write it <sighs> off, dude. It's it's worth it, you know. Uh, and yeah. you're and, and what's funny is I I'll shout him out because he's humble and he probably won't shout himself out. But just Google I Google TNT time. DJ. TNT Look, Mobile DJ. Yeah. 
Com. And, 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 and TNT Entertainment. The, the Yelp reviews speak for themselves. Yeah, I mean, if you know Troy, he's, he's social. He's like a game show host. I mean, it's it's, hey, it's Troy it, Cook here. It's it's in your blood, man, and you're great at it. Thank and your you, reviews buddy. speak for themselves. People yeah. are ruthless, bro. Yeah. And if they have the opportunity to talk shit on a review, they will. So oh, I know all about uh, reviews, bro. Uh, well, and I know you do. Let's not get into that. Next but, uh, episode. Next episode. So but yeah. So yeah, you've done well. We're here on your boat. I mean, so obviously you're you're you're. You're staying afloat, and I have to. I'm not gonna. Hey, but yeah. uh, I'm not gonna complain. You know, uh, I don't know. You have it's, a beautiful uh, family. You have a beautiful home. You yeah, have, it's really you changed know, your perspective a little bit totally. on, on certain things, totally. right? Totally. Yeah, I would. I would. We've say said so. that before. Yeah, you. You. Uh, you. Appreciation, realize, dude. You're very vulnerable. You know, and who would have thought? I mean, who would have thought? This is crazy. Like, the more you think about it, I hate to even accept the fact that this is the new normal and we just have accepted it now, which I kind of feel like we kind of have to. But it's just, like, remember life? Remember that cool life like, thing cold before clock, this? Like, huh? From dude, like a, like, unreal. Yeah. Unreal. It really it, is. It's crazy, uh, man. Yeah, it's such sad. is life, though, huh? You worry about certain things and then, boom, something comes out of left field that you didn't and have your attention on. And the big issues before you thought actually yeah, aren't like even shit. It changes your like, per- perspective. Crying. On, that crazy. is that is so 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 much how life is like not to get too deep and philosophical i don't know everything but from my experience it's like the things that you have your attention on and you're worrying about your attention is on them totally nothing's gonna happen right. with that right you know you're you're worrying about it you right. see it it's it's those those fists that come from nowhere right like well, the covid or like you know whatever it may be that really kind of jack you up a little bit no that's very true um and I feel like a lot of issues in life, a lot of the time, those are issues that you can kind of strategically try to make better yourself. Huh? My stuff are gone. Your stuff is gone? What's gone? Food. Sorry, I got my daughter here, so we're doing daddy duty as well. What's gone? Stuff that I oh, uh, your bag? Uh, Did it fly overboard? No, it's on here somewhere. No, what look is around. it? look around. A bag of like food and, uh, Troy, and, and snacks and everything. Put stuff in look the around. Yeah, lift no? things up. Um, this is going to be unedited on YouTube, so I do. <laughs> I'll edit this for the the audio podcast. But uh, my seven year old's here too, so we're we're kind of doing uncle and, and daddy l- duties. A, a little bit of side work, but we're. But anyways, good. yeah, let's get let's get into music um, for sure. You know, you you started out with Bankers Hill. I did, yeah. I started drumming in like seventh grade. With Scott seventh, Holst, seventh grade, skinny fat. Yeah, you know, I, bringing it back, dude. Shout out my buddy Scott. He's like a brother to me. Um, he recently just moved out of town, but he's I, I hold his friendship very Where's close he to my now? heart. He's in Idaho. He went no out, shit. Yeah, he went out okay, there. Okay, I he, could he, totally see that with Scott. He well, he's just a very he's he loves his outdoors. Um, he was the master brewer for Alpine Brewery for for a few years, I think at least. It's like shut down um, or something, right? They kind of yeah. went through some ownership issues. Ballast Point issues or something? Uh, not with Ballast Point directly, good. but yeah. stuff like that. Sure. Um, but anyway, he he ended up going out there with his wife and his and his daughters, and he's got a, a new brewery position, and he's doing great. Cool, he's cool. In, yeah. Good to hear. So, yeah, so Scotty and I, I've been playing drums since seventh grade. Yeah, dude. Scotty was actually a friend of my brother's, and he came over one day and was oh, like, wow. holy shit, like your little yeah. brother is a drummer or whatever. And we had connected, and yeah, so we had a couple small projects prior um, before Bankers Hill, but once we got into that, that was like my first, I would say, actual band where I played shows, and it was very reminiscent of of Pennywise style punk rock, faster, more aggressive, um, straightforward skate, '90s Fat Record style, I guess you could say, cl- close to that Epitaph style, whatever. Um, 
Yeah, so I did that for God. I don't even know how many years, but I felt at least like a was, few. That's where we met, 2010 ish. Uh, for about a year, I played with you guys. I we remember, yeah, a lot of fun local stuff. Uh, I think we played with Authority Zero at 710. We did, which open was for cool. Them. It was yeah. like a battle of the bands. We I went up we to had, Vegas, dude, yeah. for the double deuce. We played the double down, double down, double down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we played. No, that, and, that, and that was great. And I got to be honest with you, when that, when I was done with Bankers, I kind of felt like I was maybe done at that point um as far as like being like active like in you know scheduling practices and actually booking shows and and chasing the dream if you will um and during that time we had connected with another local band um i'm sure you guys have heard of them skipjack they're fucking awesome they're super in your face fast energetic um I've shout known, out I've chad ruiz I've right known, legend uh, jason chad, williams all those guys yeah i've um, known chad for yeah. uh, travis gorney he's not with him anymore travis he's yeah dude. he's doing well business yeah. business dude right travis is kicking ass yep. um taking names for sure he's doing well um and i i, I drum for skipjack i think i think it was maybe six or seven months it wasn't very long they were kind of going through a transitional period and it just seemed super natural uh bankers and skipjack were sharing a um a rehearsal spot and their drummer for whatever reason wasn't with them anymore and chad was like dude what do you think and i had kind of known their songs from just hanging at practices and drinking beers and chad started uh right we started writing music together like even just like little riffs and stuff like that and i recorded i think i recorded one song with them it's called the grand collapse and i'll have uh, maybe maybe we'll have to see if chad I'll include can get that, that somewhere one. yeah i'll yeah. try to dig it up it's a super yeah. cool song but um yeah, and so then after that, I think after I left Skipjack, then I went back to Bankers for a bit. And then after Bankers, I just kind of took it easy. And to be honest, I can't recall how long I took off, but it was quite a while. I was pretty much out of music in my mind. I still had my drum kit, um, but I was I kind of checked out. I kind of checked can happen. out. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a common story with musicians. They sort of, you know, I they have their ups and downs. Yeah, swells. totally. There was, <laughs> and, the, uh, and I felt like, and maybe it was because I checked out, but looking back, I kind of felt like the music scene was kind of a little bit quieter at that time. So it kind of felt easy to check out. Um, and I was just focusing on my own life. I had turmoil in my life that we don't need to get into right now, but just Let's like- hear all and, the and, details. And, and, and that'll, that'll be next episode. Hey-o. Yeah. But- um, yeah, yeah. And then, so dude, okay, yeah. So you took some some time off the bankers, a, and then and let's talk mind, about your your yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, you're okay. In in my mind, I um I was pretty much done, and then there was a. It was actually what's funny is we're doing this on a Thursday, and it was a Thursday night. I I feel like it was in February of maybe 2017. I think Drew is waste. Drew has always been the brains of the band, so maybe ask him. <laughs> But he, uh, yeah, but I remember I was, uh, I had a super rough day at work. I didn't even go home. I literally was in my work clothes and I drove straight to till two. And I was like, you know what? Uh, God, what were they called? Kevin Schaefer, Jake Roth. They had a, ba- oh, they're called oh, no skill, no skill required. So they were playing that night. So I'm like, dude, you know what? Classic scenario. going to go drink my sorrows away. Watch my buddy's punk band and, and, and call it a night. So I walk in, I'm sitting down, I have a Jack and Coke, I'm hanging out, talk to Kevin, talk to Jake. And uh, this dude walks in with his backpack and he's got an acoustic and walks by me, whatever, he walks up and I'm like looking up and I see this guy and he's, and I'm like, great, so now I got to sit through an acoustic set <laughs> before I see no skill play. I want, I'm ready, I'm like ready to like let out some angst and now I got to like hear this like lovey-dovey bullshit. <laughs> well, it turns out it was yours truly, Drew Smith. So... Drew starts and he actually opens with a song uh, called Not You, which is, uh, 
I I believe it's the opening song on our on our first EP. And da, 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 right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So Drew opens with that, and I I kid you not, to this day, I can't quite recall the moment between me sitting at the bar and actually walking up to the stage. But halfway through that song, I just found myself literally my knees were up against the stage. And I was just holding my my drink kind of at my chest, and I just was looking up at Drew. Practically love at first sight. I mean, the guy, the guy's songwriting and the way he performs is just. Un- and if and if you've Super heard good. Drew, you, you already know. We just had him on. Yeah, yeah. Drew and Max, uh, Avenue Army on the Rough, obviously. Totally. Super talented. Uh, unbelievable. Such an asshole. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I get nervous getting her out of my she, sight. No, she's hey, good. Scream I, I if you need me, Larry. Yeah, no, she's taking a seat on the back. Yeah, there. okay. So cool. You guys met up at Tell 2, Acoustic Watched night, him do singer it. Singer of the Rough, yeah. And I right away, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, this guy, he was so talented that I, I, I it was almost like when you see like the super like beautiful woman, like you're like, yeah. she's got to be married. Yeah. Like there's yeah, just yeah. no way, right? <laughs> and I, and I remember thinking that in my head. I'm like, this guy's either signed or he's with a band and he's doing a one-off night, whatever. Turns out he gets done. I congratulate him on a great set. We, we cheers. We have a drink. We exchange info. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm a drummer. I haven't been playing for a while, but I was like, those fucking songs that you were playing tonight. I was like, those, those need drums behind them. I was like, they need drum. And he was all dude, no fucking way. So we exchanged info. And he had not done anything with a band with those songs at the time because not, Drew had been around for a while, right? Drew like a decade a, with dude, Save Amos and Save Amos. He's had Save Amos, uh, yeah, yeah. The the binge. Um, he's got other He'd bands been around, too. and Drew it's funny a, how you just didn't come across. We him. talk I didn't about either, it all obviously. the time. Yeah. Okay, so he had a bunch of songs, and, and had that, a bunch of songs. That was the start of it. That really, you. really kicked it off. Yeah, I'd I remember you up. talking about that at the Moreau at our show. Yeah, you were all excited. I'm like I met this guy. Little tipsy. Like, I know you heard about it on on their episode, but for sure, you were yeah, you were super very stoked excited, and excited. Man. Yeah. And he was very cool. He felt very genuine, and he was like just a good dude, like right out of the right out of the gate. So we started uh, we started rehearsing. You know, it was about a two week window, and I had hit him up, and I had actually sent him a little GoPro video of me playing to not you. And he shit a brick. He messaged me back, and he's like, "Dude, you really are down." I said, "Bro, I told you. Like, I I wanna I wanna play music with you. I wanna give it a shot." And because uh, you never know, right? If a musician says they're dude, down, they'll you know. No, and he had said he's all, "Dude, I hear this all the time." Fall, yeah, it falls. Through How many times do you do work. the bro arm around the neck thing at the bar and right. talk about fucking when you're kind of hammered, yeah. dude? It happens all the time. Sure. So. Yeah. So we ended up, uh, funny enough, we ended up rehearsing at uh, Iacon, which is Sulo King from uh, Authentic Sellout. We ended up, uh, shout out to him, man. He really actually like opened the door for us because we, we didn't have a rehearsal spot for like the first six oh, cool. months. Very cool. And we would go there and we and that was the kickoff for the rough. Um, we love Sulo. Sulo, we love it when you go we, live, bro. Yeah, don't ever not do go that. Go live I, I at the you. gym yeah. more. <laughs> we like that. Dude, he's boxing and shit. I'm glad I he's know him it. so I can pick a fight with someone and have him handle it he was a part of uh house of music sd but then i think he's not now um but yeah sulo's you know local legend know right brick by brick for fucking years that's with, how with he kind of started sure, right yeah. yeah booking for brick yeah nah, sulo have always been good dude. sulo's a genuine dude yeah we got a shout out sulo uh he's he texted me yesterday actually um he wants to actually help with palapalooza in some way and you i'm trying it. to f- i'm trying to figure out you know it's all about the trying networking. to delegate something and the guy's got connections uh, i would love to use him but um that's but awesome yeah, so that was the start of the rough so for that- you the rough you know punk rock band that's still active you guys are still jamming um talk you know talk about the rough uh you guys went through 
some rough yes. times, I right? Would, I would definitely say so. Band members and everything? Yeah, we definitely had some bad member changes. I've, I've said it before, but I feel like if the rough was like a person, I would just want to hold it and caress it and kiss it and tell it I was sorry because the poor, the poor band has been through so much fucking shit as far as... Um, Band member changes and this and that. It's not like you're helping the fucking situation, dude. Darren. <laughs> Jesus, I was, I was the, the nail in the coffin, yeah. but nah. no. But you know, <laughs> on, on the same note, with that being said, it also made me realize how fortunate we were because the band member changes were always very quick and seamless. Because luckily, I have so many fucking talented friends that were just. Right. I'm like, dude, I need a bass player. Boom, found Who Jules. Who played for you? Yeah, dude, Jules, had, Will Lopez. So we actually started. A lot of people might not know, but Brandon Loonsbury from okay. uh, Fallen Monuments and Dog Dogmatic. Yeah. He um he was actually the first one um at the first rough practice with Drew and I. Brandon uh, Lansbury up in Oregon now. Mm -hmm. Great guy. Yeah, and I love him. All the way back to Dogmatic, I want to say. Dogmatic. We got to shout out Fallen Monuments, of course. One of my favorite locals. I know it is, yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, so he was with the first one. He was really busy at the time. He came at me real. He's like, I love the music and everything. I'm just busy. So then Drew's brother, Mike, was actually in Save Amos with Drew. So that that just seemed very natural, and I think Drew just kind of ca called him and more or less told him he was doing it. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, bro, we're we're at where I found a drummer. We're in a band again." And Mike was like, "Okay." And if you've ever talked to Mike, I mean, the guy will you'll you'll be smiling ear to ear. Totally. He, he's fucking. I miss Mike, dude. Mike, he's if you're listening so, to this, shout out, buddy. He makes Good me guy. laugh so much, and he's. He doesn't try to make you laugh. He's just one of those genuinely witty, yeah. snappy, sharp, like he's just fucking Mike awesome, Drew. dude. Same, Drew has same that too. Deal. I think the last time I saw Mike was at your Atari's show at Space. Gotcha. Out front. Yeah. Just Mike's just, just there. Just Mike. Hey, yeah. hey, what's up, Troy? What's yeah. up, man? He's like, he's like, he's like, you are a real human right now. He's like, you are a real fucking human. That's probably like word for word what he probably said, but uh, that was kind of the rough that that I got to know pretty well. That like was from the, the start, actual rough. You know, that was that yeah. was the beginning. Those were the first songs you, that got wrote. You, Mike, and Drew, and we played a, a ton of great shows. Played together, a lot of shows you know, with that a lineup. Handful. Uh, yeah. You and uh, us and Ready, you and Ready Set Survive. Um. Yep. And then yeah, and then you picked up. A couple new members, so right? Mike, yeah. Mike got busy with his life like we all do. He had a career. He has. A, he's a family man. Yeah, he decided to step away respectfully, and it was there was absolutely no bad blood. Everything was totally kosher. Um, and at that time, we were more or less kind of just like scouting, just like kind of looking out into the music scene, and we were going to bar shows that weren't even really punk rock, and just kind of seeing like if there was another bass player out there, and. Um, Many people have heard of the Navajo, uh, the Navajo Live, yeah. yeah. And I, Chris, right? Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Haney. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. he's the uh, the owner. I live right up the street from it, so naturally I'd be there for open mic nights and stuff like that. And one night there was just little blonde chick in there, and she was just on stage, just absolutely just owning it. And I remember uh, talking to her when she got off, and sure enough, it was Jules, Jules Welpton. Everyone knows her from from that uh, blonde that bassist, blonde bassist. Right? Yeah, she's a she's a great girl and a, an yeah. amazing musician. And we kind of hit it off. It was like one of those super uh, just natural friendships. And and I told her the style, and I didn't think she was really into it as far as her past projects were more like kind of rock, like classic rock. But I think maybe that kind of like drew her to it because it was different. And if you know Jules, she's like a working musician. She's like all over the place. So we hit it off and that was good. We started playing and we had her for quite a while. Um, what was after that? It got she, me thinking what people are thinking of us 
you know, riding by, a couple of mics in our hands, just a couple on the, of assholes on the talking, bow of yeah. the boat. They're like, why, why aren't they fishing? What, what are the these fuck guys are they doing? doing? Um, this is pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So Jules was around, and she she was a, a temporary slash permanent. I mean, she was there as long as we needed her, and she was nothing but the best. And I, I wish her nothing but. I mean, she, the the girl is just absolutely amazing. She's killing it. Still playing with Ronnie Lee, right? Playing legend with Ronnie, Ronnie Lee. Lee yeah. She's an absolute legend. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then I met Will Lopez. And fair play. And she's yeah. she has her own project, and I actually drum for them for a little bit to help them out. It's it's just been a really cool like we really scratch each other's back. You're pretty really involved, I have to say. You're you're yeah. one of the more involved drummers for sure, but in general, musicians in San Diego. I mean, you seem yeah. to know everyone. Uh, you seem to know a lot of bands. Yeah, and, and a lot of bands yeah. are, are attracted to you guys, and especially in that punk rock sort of genre. Totally, yeah. yeah. And Fairplay was cool because it was kind of a step away because they are more, I, I would say, like rock, alternative rock. At least they were with the music I was playing with them, and that was kind of a nice break from the rough, being a little bit more poppy punk, kind of polished. Um, it was great, man. That's right. You yeah. did play for them. How long was that? Yeah, it wasn't very long. It was, Six it, it was like months. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was kind of like I would have done it anyway. But I definitely there was an obligation there. Where I was like, dude, and and Will, Jules and Will both played with the Rough, and held us over through shows that we wouldn't have necessarily played unless we had them. I mean, fucking Will traveled up to a, uh, I think it was like. Orange County or something with us, and he played bass on a show one night, and and he and he did backup vocals, and he was amazing. Will's another just fucking mind blowing musician in this town. So good. He's just uh, he was know, just, just under like, the palapa with yeah. uh, the naked eyes. Jim with no, the naked eyes. Those guys yeah. aren't slowing down. They're fucking no. They're they're, they're solid as a rock. Um, I think the next thing we have to bring it to is your hand. I broke that my hand. That was sort of a milestone, yeah. right? And, and I remember I was right there with you during that whole thing. Yeah. We, we had been working out together and going to the gym and stuff and friends. Yeah, that was so. a shitty time for sure. Um yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind talking about it. I, I, I had too much. I to don't drink. care if you fucking don't. Hey, We're gonna look. talk about it now. Well, no, <laughs> you don't if, have to get specific, but just you know, in general, you broke your well, hand. It, it was a I, setback. I had a drink and I broke my hand. So you guys use, use your imagination there. <laughs> and Corey was involved. Yeah. You know, uh, no, just kidding. So, uh, yeah, so you busted your hand as a drummer. That that sets things back. Definitely a bit. sets some stuff back. And uh, I know you were very. That was a tough time for you guys. The beautiful thing about that, it was very tough mentally. It was very. Uh, straining on me and I felt uh, very responsible for a lot of things at that time but and I think that was kind of the end of of Jules you had moved on or whatever right right at about that same time totally fine you know I there's no bad again like I have nothing against her at all she's a working musician and if you can't work would you stay at a job if they're like hey I don't have work for you you fucking go right. I mean, it is what it is. It's a, I don't. This I don't, asshole over here punching walls and shit. I like, mean, come on, I'm trying to yeah. do this as a profession. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the nice thing about that, in regards to timing, was that I had already laid down my drum tracks for the Clean Cut EP. Yeah. Before That's I broke right. my hand, yeah, I had with Cisco. With so Adam that Cisco, yeah. I got to tell you, that was the only thing that kept me really going yeah. in my life. Um, the fact that they were already done. Right. And I did. I wasn't the, holding the silver up. lining of that situation. For Absolutely, sure, right? I wasn't holding up anything in that time. Um, so yeah, you made it through that, and then you joined forces, right, with with Max and Vaughn. That was shortly we after got that, the right? Recording, yeah. And did then, they record with you, or that was just no, you, Drew, dude, and and Adam, right? That recorded you clean hear, cut. I'm, yeah. I'm on the drums, obviously, and then uh, Drew did all the bass, all the guitar. 
obviously all the all the vocals and the harmonies there's we did we did some group vocals where we did some oohs and ahs and some chanting where we brought in like a lot of you guys and a lot of the uh the local scene to help us with that yeah but, um yeah he's so talented i mean drew's just insane dude it's, i <sighs> he's he's doing garage band projects with like max on the side i know i did snippets of it on the podcast brain. but Next really time, one of the more talented dudes I've, I've met in San Diego. One of the. For sure. One of the most. Yeah, we I'm gotta, not joking. Have yeah, him on the no, podcast 100%, one day and, yeah. and don't let him talk about anything other than his hip-hop stuff. And you will shit, super good. You will shit a the brick. The council, which you named, Dude, I think, I, right? I, I named him in Max's project, the council. The council. It came out in two seconds when he's like, we're trying to find a name. You know, this has not been... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm distracted a little bit, but... You're good. We have not talked about this much, but they reached out to me to maybe DJ for them. Dude, the council. Oh, that'd be rad. You know? That'd be odd. I didn't me, even think about Max, that. Max, Drew, you know, me on the turntables Dude, or whatever. Just visually, it's better too, as opposed to having a sound guy fucking just pushing play. Yeah, and I could whatever. even just be back there fucking pretending like I'm DJ. Hey, like no, nothing's plugged in. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, Max I and think Vaughn. The, the gist to get it back into present time was that, you know, you had been through a lot. The rough, you know, a lot of swells and ups and downs. And you you really were f- kind of firing on all cylinders. You had, you got signed to No Pants Records. We did, yeah. Uh, up and based out of Oregon, right? Correct, yeah. Um, I've talked with those guys By a Matt, bit. They're great, great yeah. people, man. They're fucking so supportive. Constant, they never put their pants on. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool dudes. Yeah, kind of chill guys, huh? I've gotten very to, like, cool guys, I follow their social media a little bit. Yeah. They're just, they're. No, they're, they're, they're clowns, but they do it in the, in the best way possible. And that's why, I got to tell you, like, right out of the gate, I was like, okay, Okay, cool. Like people that aren't overly serious. That's what I want. Totally. I don't want this to More be chill. some weird like. Mur, 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 they're not. Do- yeah, no. they're not suits. These guys are not at all. These guys are fucking me and you, just right. doing it up there. Right. You know, which I was like instantly drawn to. Drew's like, "What do you think about these guys?" And it was like ten seconds. I'm like, yeah. "Fucking sold, dude." You heard the name. Yeah. Uh, yes, like, yeah. bro. Took my pants no off. Pants. So so signed got, on the dotted you line. Got signed to an indie, I guess you call it. Yeah, right? yeah. They're a smaller label, label, but it was a great, great uh, step for us, and we felt we were honored, man. We were honored. To, you happened. had your full band. You had Max and uh, and Vaughn added of Avenue Army. Yeah. So you know you had your your lineup. You had your EP release, which was amazing. We had gone uh, on the road a couple times. Your best show I've ever seen with with Thank any you. band, bro. It was 100%. great. It was. It was you know, great. it was rad. It was it was awesome, man. I Everyone think about, was I, singing along at yeah. the end at the Moreau and uh, at you know with Go, and it was a really good show. You guys sounded great. You had your hiccups with the rough, you know, with yeah. live performances, as we all do. It happens, I have, man. Fucking and and we've had that happens. discussion about you're you're a perfectionist. You, yeah, you like I am. you know your kit's always fucking, you know, up to uh, above standards. You sure. know, and uh, you wanted to really step it up, and I feel like you got there with with that Moreau performance. I I did anyways I, from an outsider yeah. perspective. No, I feel fucking really I mean, I can on my own worst critic like a lot of musicians are, uh, a lot of professionals in in any in any career or anything are um but no, man, the the rough has been like no no regrets at all. It's been absolutely phenomenal and like look looking back, even like we went on oh, the road shit. a couple times and <laughs> You're good. Troy's yeah, not a bell person, so he shits himself when, <laughs> when a swell comes by. I'll, I'll take him out to the seven foot swells next episode, and we'll have him. I got his bring. Uh, yeah, I got to yeah. bring us into present time here yeah. once in a while. We're let me grab the, a beer really the quick. The bow K- of a K- boat, K- and uh, we're yeah, we'll grab a beer. It's uh, this is this is rad. We're in the middle of the Mission Bay, so right right behind me here to my west is SeaWorld. 
And again, right here is uh, Fiesta and we're chilling. But I guess what I'm kind of getting at is obviously recently you made the decision to sort of move on and and uh, eventually you decided to, to leave the rough. You, you posted about it. We've talked about it on the podcast. What's up? What? what I would why? say I feel like it was probably maybe January of 2020. Okay, right before COVID. Before COVID. Um, How a year ago? About a year ago, yeah. It would have been um, your EP release right around that time? Yeah, it was actually, we were starting to like develop new music, obviously, because we had like taken so much time, like getting the recording done and, and, and then the, the band member changes and all this shit. I remember having these feelings um, in January just regarding like my overall, like um, just like my overall like effort as far as like putting in the time to really like develop myself as the drummer that I knew that the rough needed. Like I, I just, I, I hate to say it, but I felt myself coming to practice kind of dragging my feet a little bit. Like, and it wasn't cause I was choosing to feel that way. I just, I don't know if it was all this anticipation, like pre release and then it happened and it was just like, you kind of blow your load and then you're just kind of like, right. I don't know. Maybe the, I, looking back, it's, it's hard to pinpoint it, it but be I discouraging. Huh? I do want to touch on that real quick. Just totally. being a local musician, absolutely. Uh, creating an EP is like having a baby. Totally. It's the most creative process in on the should planet. We release it yet? One it of, need you know, should we do it? so yeah. much thought goes into totally. it. So many, so many layers, some mixing ideas, this and that. Right. And once it's out, it's your baby. And if it doesn't get a ton of attention and streams and this and that, yeah. it can be extremely discouraging as a local musician. And I think that's a common mindset, right? I, would abs- like I agree hundred percent. And not saying that that's the only reason you left, but sounds like that's a contributing factor. We have microphones. <laughs> Check out the rough. <laughs> um, we just had some neighbors on a boat go by, but um, yeah, and it kind of—I don't know, man. Like, it, there was this feeling of like my creative gas tank just wasn't—it just wasn't where I knew it needed to be. And I and everyone has off practices, right? I mean, you're not always a rock star every time. So I kind of was like, I was like, you know, like I said, like early January, mid I was like kind of brushing out of the rug. I'm like, all right, we'll just kind of keep going. We were writing new songs and this new songs were super dope. And I was like, oh my God, okay, maybe it was like lighting a fire under me. And we got to, we were fortunate enough. There's a song called Wanted that yeah, it'll probably that. come out on the new one. Yeah. Yeah. And we played it at the Casbah too before, uh, before, you know, before COVID and shit. Fucking rad song. But yeah, there's just, yeah. So I, I kind of started to that, feel. And then COVID happened, right? Was so, that, well, the, so the last yeah. show was March, early March, 5th, 7th. Yeah. Kensington, Ken, I think, right? Ken Club. Ken Club. Drew's birthday show. Okay. At like the Dangerfield and. Uh, Shout out to those guys. Fucking awesome people. Who else is on that? I don't Corey's know. Corey's doing a, uh, a solo project. Corey's I got to f- shout that I out. I fucking he, love that guy. He reached dude. out to me, yeah. He, he's yeah. another strong like beat beating heart of punk rock like the 90s scene he's, he has three balls he's got three testicles i mean that's that's better than the, the musical <laughs> part of him we we love you Corey. we, we love, do, you, love you dude yeah, yeah it's the awesome. danger field so that kind of lingered and then um i was kind of bottling it up i wasn't saying much um kind of dealing with some stuff like personal stuff as far as like getting to practice um and i just wasn't really seeing like an end in sight and I like humbly felt like if I couldn't honor the journey, why would I be the anchor? You know, like why, why would I be the one to go Oh, and, 
and try to be like prideful and be like, oh no, I'm just going to stay here because I'm the founding member and I'm going to keep going. And even though I'm not going to give it a hundred, it's not, that's not fair to those guys. And you obviously know Drew and Max and Vaughn. Those guys are fucking, they're, they're putting so, their all into dude, it, dude. Yeah, so that was driven. a selfless decision on your part, I, I would have to say, right? Pretty selfless. Fucking hard, bro. Right. Very, very hard. Um, Very hard, for sure. So, you know... Am I happy about it? No, but there is parts of me that are happy about it, that it's almost like you had like a, a bird in a cage, like let it fly, dude, like let, let it go, you know? And that's kind of what I've, what I've learned. And, and, and the friendships far outweigh the, the musical relationships, you know? I mean, Drew, I mean, not, nothing against, I love Max and Vaughn like brothers, but I mean like Drew is just fuck, dude. The guy, the guy I, I, where, you know, I have you a friend. You guys are brothers. Do you think it's not rewarding sure. enough <clears throat> to be in a local band? I don't know that I would say that it's not rewarding enough because the journey is so exciting, right? I mean, it's like, it's almost like starting like a business from like the ground up. I mean, that's, that's actually what it is. You know, do people like my product? Like Troy, let's start like a fucking a shoe business. Do people like my shoes and in a world full of shoe businesses, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and let's build it up. And then you get one person that wants to buy your shoes. You're like, yeah. oh my God, they could have bought all these other shoes and they fucking right. bought my, our shoes. Totally. And that's how, that's how I see the music thing. It's like, except def- you can't buy music anymore. It's free. <laughs> you can, but buying metaphorically is just listening. Just sure. listen to my shit and tell me you like it. And that, that in itself pays fucking the rent, dude. Like, it's kind of true that, yeah, you get that one person that's really into you and it kind of makes it all worthwhile huh i gotta tell you bro like the shows that we played out of town um those are the ones i mean the, the at-home shows are always amazing right because you see you guys see your friends and and of course your mom and dad are always going to say you did well right uh, the uncle that shows up so he's going to say kick ass buddy yeah. but when you're at, when you're playing like a fucking uh, out of town show and an absolute stranger comes up to you and they're like dude that was an amazing set Give me all your info. I mean, th- those are the moments where you're like, wow, dude, I-, I like just struck a chord with that person. I don't fucking know him and he doesn't know me, you know, but our music connected us right there, you know? So those are the things that I'll hold uh, close to me forever. But yeah, I mean, kind of in a nutshell, I just simply put, I personally was running out of gas and I know that the the rough is only ramping up and if I can't honor that journey then it's not fair for them to have to string me along or vice or, or me string them along probably better said and yeah. o- open up the opportunity for them to get a member that can fulfill the shoes the the, the right way you know so it was and you got very, a lot going tough, on too right i mean i'm you're a obviously, business owner I've, i have my own personal life you've got I some mean, hobbies too outside of I music. i got some hobbies yeah I which mean, is for some people music is their their only thing you totally. know which you're, you're fortunate in that regard you have other hobbies you know you're into the desert you like going out to the desert right obviously we had riding talked, we had talked pre pre mics today but you know i had mentioned it it's almost kind of like a uh, like a like a stock portfolio you you got to diversify you got to you have to have other things because like, you know, let's say if you're, you're only into, into fishing and then the water becomes poison and you can't fish. Well, now it's like, in my eyes, it's like, well, now I'm just out of the, I'm out of the fight. I mean, I don't have anything else. So I've always been into like trying to keep myself busy. There's seasons, right? Like there's fishing seasons and there's, there's dirt bike seasons and there's snowboarding seasons and all, all, all this shit. So I do feel fortunate that I have other things to lean on. I got to tell you, being a musician is definitely the pinnacle of all these hobbies for sure. Um, but it's nice to have these things to keep me busy. Um, 
during all this shit. Is sure. there something that the rough has planned that you felt you couldn't, that kind of drove you to make that decision? Are they planning on touring quite a bit or? We always talked about touring. Um, and when we talked about it at, at those specific times, I was always very much on board, but I mean, mindsets change, right? I mean, things change, life changes fucking. And I know a lot of people are going to chalk this up to like a COVID thing. And it's like, did it help? Definitely didn't help. I'll be honest with you. When COVID first hit, I was almost a little thankful because I was like, this is only going to, this pandemic is going to be like 60 days at the most. This is going to be, this is going to be a perfect little refresher. And I'll give me a lot of time to think and kind of center myself and step away and fucking, and obviously it kept going, but, but regardless of it, I mean, these feelings were, were brewing pre the fucking world ending dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. they they absolutely were um i figured you put a lot of thought into it and I uh did, man, I, no sure. regrets buddy you know yeah i and think I'm not, everything I, will be fine i know you're all still bros oh no drew and i we i was just with him the other night like uh and 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 you know before all obviously this and and the facebook stuff post or whatever we went <laughs> and out your to, statement i felt like diane yeah. sawyer dude it was amazing <laughs> i was trying to do that the diane I was like, sawyer of san diego yeah um yeah. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah, we're wrapping Darren's it getting up. Antsy. Uncle Darren likes yeah. to blab when he has two beers. So. No, this is something we've been talking about for a while. And again, you know a lot of people here in the San Diego music scene. For so sure. we thought we'd kind of check in with you. And, I appreciate uh, it so much. Enjoy the, the bay. But um, I did have a rapid fire thing. Do you want to, you want to run through it real quick? Give it a shot. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Do you feel like you... Not really, man. No, I, I absolutely love the music scene. And my love for it will never diminish it's not going away i mean me as an active drummer i don't i don't know that you'll see me again as far as like being on stage but crazy yeah i have to say it's so crazy i th- i figured you know you you put a lot of money into your kit and you really yeah. perfected it and you just bought a what five thousand dollar snare yeah. or <laughs> not, not, not quite, quite that, that much a thousand yeah you know pretty, a really yeah, custom snare we don't have to get into the details yeah. but you, you spent a lot of money you and have I, a fucking you, amazing kit are you gonna sell it you know what's funny about that snare drum is i haven't even hit it yet and I can't bring myself to fucking hit oh, it. Oh, is that right? And it's a full, like, custom DW, solid shell, fucking the thing's out of control. Well, you know what's funny is when you got that, I think you were texting me and you mentioned, you know, hey, if I don't use it, maybe my future son or daughter can or something yeah. like that. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, You're all right. wait a minute. He's got yeah. some other thoughts going on. Yeah, it very well could have been in, in, my, in my head at that time. So um, probably won't see on the stage here in, in San Diego again, huh? If the rough had a show, if everything opened up in May, would you? Well, I uh, gotta tell you this. Even on I like, hate to uh, even put you on the spot no, like that, but dude, I'm here, bro. Yeah. Um, on on like a brother level and a friendship if level. You, yeah. If you fell overboard, I'd fucking I'd pick you up. Right. Yeah. You know, if Drew is like, dude, we have a show. Boat we don't analogies. have a drummer. Yeah. Well, it's just it just is what it is. I mean, I I wouldn't look at it like, oh, I'm a musician again. I'd say Drew needs my help to perform a task. I can do that task. You know, let me fucking help him out. Um, with that being said, I think the best way to put it is I don't I don't have any plans to to do it again, but I'm not selling my drum set. <laughs> Are you going to hang on to that? Absolutely. What it's, kind of kits you have? DW? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a DW collector series. Cool. Um, yeah, but it's... You talk to any, You'll hang on to that, huh? Absolutely. Until the day you die. You talk to any drummer. Selling a, selling a drum kit's bad luck, bro. I, ha- I have my first yeah. kit from when I was 14. 
up, that's in, right. up in the rafters at my house. Yeah, no, I'll, I, I I'll swear never to, saw it. That's right. I, I, I Google still my first guitar because I yeah. regret fucking selling it, dude. You might find it. You know? know? Yeah, I do. I check out Craigslist. No, I'm going to hold on to it and, um, you know, and I'll, I'll be at shows, bro. I mean, when this thing opens back up, you know, I mean, I'm doing what I can right now to get by with this kind of thing and whatever, but... You know, to to be at a show, to to come to like a ready show and be like watching you guys perform and watching Infinite. You'll I mean, still go guys, to shows, dude. Absolutely, I'm I mean, holding I, you to that, bro. I I miss that. I miss that more than fucking performing. Yeah, I so you know, love, I dude. Do, I know, swear to God, I kind of do too. I love loading watching in my friends, sucks, dude. bro. Yeah, loading well, in, loading out. Uh, I don't know. I'm tired. I, I'm of, over I'm, it. I'm tired of dropping drumsticks and having hey, and I, laugh at me. <laughs> and I only it. sing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool, buddy. Uh, nothing but love to you, dude. Uh, and on behalf you of, too, you know, the no, rough and the guys, so we had them on. And the San Diego music scene. Uh, we love you, dude. Love you, too, We buddy. support what you're doing. Uh, rapid fire real quick. And then Lyric, our seven-year-old, is ready to bomb this thing. Bomb yeah, this thing. You want to say hi? Hi. Say hi. Hurry up. Uh, person you hated the most in the local scene. <laughs> just kidding do you want to shout out like somebody that really supported you in the local scene i know we have but Dude, so maybe yeah. someone you haven't mentioned i mean it's gonna or be just in general it, as a drummer mom dad i mean dude it's it's endless right, i mean well, let's well, not drag I, this on no I, and, it, and it would honestly drag <laughs> on. well there's just like i mean we talk about the music scene all the time it's like it's the, everyone the, the list goes uh, on bro i mean the bands yeah everyone family for sure what's the best show looking back definitely the cd release really of any skipjack bankers hill um cd release that's cool you dropped the mic yeah I mean, if that's the case i would say that's so probably the best show i've honestly seen you perform at well my friends are yeah. so rad that they felt like fans and that was cool <laughs> you know right. that was cool so for sure yeah venue you'll miss the most probably the moreau something you learned from 2020 Life's a garden, dig it. Ayo. I like that. That's good. Uh, dream location to bring this boat. Is there somewhere on the planet that you would just... To take it? Yeah. We're fucking here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I San mean, Diego. honestly, like, we're, we're on the bay right now, and you can see how beautiful it is, but I do a lot of, like, offshore fishing, and pretty much the entire coast between Baja and San Diego is... We, we have it. Yeah. yeah, and you bring this thing out to the ocean. Yeah, I'll, I'll go seventy I'll, miles off. You said. Yeah, you can. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, tuna fishing, hey, yellowtail. No. Yeah, that's crazy. No, that's I'm, right. dra I'm dragging you out there when the season. We'll have to go. Rolls back uh, out for sure, dude. I'll definitely go. Boat uh, bet on another thousand. Is that true? That uh, acronym. It's, it's it's bust out another thousand. Is it uh, and, that, and that an expensive hobby? It can be. I would definitely Repairs, see. Right? Yeah, the the key to a boat, I would say, is preventative maintenance for sure. Like. Doing your Flushing stuff ahead of time, keeping it flush, doing your, your, you have like a hundred hour service on the motor, keeping an eye on everything before shit breaks. That's the best way. Shout out a local band. Someone from San Diego. Infinite Signal. Yeah. Shout out Infinite. Yeah. Who moved on? They're listening yeah. from Colorado, yeah. hopefully. Uh, we love uh, them. Another another just trio that's just mind-blowingly sick and fucking just great. You guys, that was a boom-boom combo. Infinite calling it. Sater calling it. Fucking guys. Great people. I love I'm about that. to fucking them. cancel Palapalooza. <laughs> Think about that. Don't. Boom. Uh, what's a dream venue that you never played? Damn, Anywhere. That's hard. A dream Is there anywhere that you really kind of itched? I know Casbah. You, you Casbah was that cool box, here. Right? 
you know, you you got you got the the big like celebrity names up in L.A. You got like the Whiskey and the Roxy and all that shit. I I never had played any. Maybe one of those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sunset. Yeah. yeah. Uh, advice for a fifteen-year-old drummer. <sighs> Stay dedicated. If you if you truly want it. You have to stay dedicated and you have to keep it in your crosshairs the entire time. The second you kick your feet up, it'll probably run away from you. Good advice. Favorite song to play on drums or something you're really proud of or maybe a uh, fill or, you know, something that you wrote on drums. God, I always. Is there I a like... song that you really love that you want to shout out? I mean, you know, the, 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 the recent EP that we dropped, I'm super proud of. Um, I always liked playing Thorns because... Yeah, because we had we had all you guys in for the um, for the the group vocals on that, and I felt like that kind of stamped in a lot of people's minds the, the way that the lyrics went. So anytime we'd play that live at home, it was always just this like this huge, powerful, you know, feeling at that time. So probably I would say Thorns is probably like my favorite. Yeah, I like Thorns. Yeah, it's a great. I'd song. say from the EP Thorns and Go. Yeah, that's a, that's just another great like, melody. Great true. lyrics, yeah. and, like, fucking, like perfectly awesome choruses. Stop it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I him. could cry. Yeah, to go, you know, especially after the year we've had. Oh, it's it a soundtrack. Really, no, it's it really a soundtrack of the year. No, yeah. Drew's fucking he's so coming awesome. to Bambi too. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you got Leordi in the back doing his like kick-ass production, his like fucking horns and. Like xylophone and God knows what else. I mean, it's the timpanis like roaring in on the choruses. And we've got a shout out, yeah, Mike yeah. Leordi. He's tall. Um, he's from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> state of my art podcast. Uh, check out Mike Leordi and Mike's Rosedale a, and Mainsail. Dude. All those guys. Right? I, I miss those guys. Such yeah, uh, intimidating talent we have here Everywhere. in San Diego. Just you know, keeping it. Just stepping up the bar. You think you you're know? good at you. You think you're good at what you do until you watch your buddy's band and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Clock Regrets, dude. You at peace with with all your I decisions? Feel, I feel good. Good. Yeah, I do. Yeah, life's not perfect, dude. I mean, right. what are you gonna do, right? Yeah. A lot of dumb shit. I mean, we've all done dumb shit in our lives. I mean, re- regrets, no, but lessons for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the good has to weigh, outweigh the bad, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, deep thoughts yeah. with Troy Cook. Oh, unreal. <laughs> uh, uh, New Year's resolution. We, we just got into 2021. Thank God 2020 is over, you know, for what it's worth. But uh, any goals for this year Dude, for your business or for anything? It's super cookie cutter, but I got to get back to the gym, dude. Right. I know. We've been talking about that. I got, I definitely put on a couple. um, You put on the COVID-19. Dude, (laughs) fuck. And I was doing really well. We both were. We were like pushing each other and like we were looking good, dude. And it's. In the back of my mind, I always think, you know, I'll do it. When you've done it before, you know that you can. No problem. It's work. I could do fucking hard, dude. I I understand people being obese. Right. The shit is, it's easy. Easy you to know, eat it's like easy shit. to eat unhealthy and drink and to and tie it into COVID. Lazy. Ah, never mind. I don't want to talk yeah. about COVID. But yeah, it's easy to be lazy. It's yeah. it's easy to grab the bottle of alcohol and, and drain your sorrows over happens uh, pushing often. through it. <laughs> pushing <laughs> yeah. through it. You know, it's 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 easier. What is it? You know, the the road less traveled. Is, Absolutely. Is, <laughs> words. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I so, actually have so a gym- um, I have a trip to Zion planned mid March. To, wow, to like hike park, right? and like yeah. yeah there's this hike i urge you to youtube this immediately and shit your pants it's called angel's landing 
and it's like 2,500 feet or some shit in the air, and there's parts of the trail that are no wider than like a sidewalk. Yeah, I've seen that. And there's no chains. I mean, there's chains, but there's certain parts right. where it's literally a sidewalk, and then it's 2,000 feet on each side. <laughs> and I, I'm going to do that. You so. might want to hit like cows a I few do, times, yeah. bro, before that. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, to be honest, the cardio I feel okay with, but the overall just experience oh, of the height. Yeah. yeah. So I do I've seen that say, one. I do know what you're talking about, Zion. So you'd like to make it out there this year? No, it's it's booked. I'm going with oh, a couple buddies. Yeah, what month is and that? Uh, uh, mid March. Rad. Yeah, and I want to. Cool. Yeah, I'll put uh, Drew in my will for my drum set in case I fucking. Really? Yeah. There you go. Th- th- this will yeah. be like stamped in time, so you can have that in case I fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case I'm falling to my death at 2,000 feet, but uh, yeah, but th- I'm hoping that's gonna kind of kick off my like cardio and yeah, try to get back going again. I want to travel more for sure. I'd like to get a, uh, I've been looking into vans, like a travel van. Dude, they're sick. Have you seen what Tom Green's been doing? Uh, I haven't seen his van, but I heard him on Rogan, and I saw that yeah. he's, he's doing that. He's doing like a he's podcast doing that. out of his van. That's kind of the dream. It's fucking awesome, That's kind of like in the back of my mind, like a, an itch that I'll have to scratch eventually, you know? The and cool this is kind of there. This is, a, this is a good stepping stone. You know, oh, we're on a boat sure. here in San Diego. I mean, f- no complaints. Pretty, this is pretty, pretty dope, wild. dude. It's like floating around, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> this this kind of... Uh, the palapa just lost some value. I know. You right? know? You're like, damn it. Yeah. And you're like, hey, can we use the boat again for the next yeah. episode? Dude, we can. I don't care. If, do you, you know what I really always wanted to do, but I, of course I fucked that up by leaving the band, but having the guys out <laughs> here and doing the acoustic sesh right here with like little bongos That'd and shit. Sick. Yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe figure something out there. Yeah. If you listen to this on all uh, platforms, check it out on YouTube, Palapalooza, Palapalooza Unplugged. Uh, I, I thought of a quote. My wife is really into main sales. She rocks them out more than my own band great band let truth be my anchor let hope hope call my come oh unreal edit edit i'm not editing this okay let truth be my anchor let hope calm my storm and let love be the light that takes the sinking ship and points it home oh yeah nick lenari we love you nick that was beautiful love you brother Love you, Troy. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad. And we can do this anytime with or without the mics, dude. So yeah. <laughs> anytime you want to come out I here will. and bring the family, we're, we can totally do this. I'll truly sure. take you up on it. Let's this do it. I don't have to buy one. No, you, you, know? you really don't. Same with my brother. He's yeah. got the RV. He's got the camper. I don't have to buy Bro, one. You're, you're, fucking you're, you're, one. you're in a great position, dude. <laughs> you're good to go. Darren Sater, local Thank drummer. You, Troy. Thank you so much. Boater? You. What do you Thank call you. this? A captain? <laughs> that's yeah that's very I, I feel honored to be called a captain you're the man dude yeah, i love thanks, you dude you, nothing brother. but love thanks, and, and really nice to catch up beautiful winter day here in san diego i uh, hope you guys enjoyed that shout out the rough check out the rough check out all the local bands that we uh we shouted out and from signal mains hill montel jordans we we're rocking hard to hit on the boat yeah yeah hopefully they come back around yeah fucking guys were rad nothing but love darren Sater. love you guys thank yeah. you Let truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm In your love be the light that takes a sinking ship and points it Let truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm In your love be the light that takes a sinking ship and points it Let truth be my anchor, let hope calm my storm
Palooza. Woo! Word. 